Welcome to the Yellow Light Podcast. It is 12.57 p.m. We are in the midst of midnight, Monday blues, etc., etc. But we are also in the midst of a potential war between Taiwan and China. But you know what? I don't look at it as a problem between Taiwan and China, but I think it's a Pelosi problem. I, uh, you know, in the midst of the Ukraine-Russian war and um, in the midst of everything that's going on with COVID, with monkeypox, all of it comes uh, the need to stand up to China and go to Taiwan and be there. Now, that obviously checks the boxes uh, of, uh, you know, being the leader of the world, and it definitely does. But what it does in the process is it keeps the war machine on. And having or being aware of the fact that how the party that uh, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, uh, comes from has been very popularly uh you know, linked to keeping the war machine active so that the businesses, the corporates, uh, they keep getting the money that they want. But I think it comes with its own uh, problems. And in the midst of where the world is, the world is just going through a recovery. Uh, there is a recession that's sitting on the heads because of what uh, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. Uh, the last thing you want is to have another war and there is absolute, absolute uh, need to stand up to dictatorship. There is absolute need to stand up with people who follow through uh, democratic values. But it's also important that you view where the world is sitting at. Now, Nancy Pelosi will probably get all the accolades uh, around the world especially within the party where I think uh, compared to the president and the vice president, she definitely has spine and she's standing up. I think uh, the current uh, president and vice president is one of the worst. I think the worst president and the vice president because, and this has got nothing to do with the gender. And, you know, the whole uh, idea of, uh, you know, being a, uh, a South Asian uh, American uh, vice president. Uh, it sounds nice, but you've got to get the job done, right? You're there to get the job done, not to represent. It's not a, it's not a beauty pageant. I think even beauty pageants are uh, have an objective. They have an agenda. They want to drive uh, betterness in the lives of the people around the globe. But somewhere, I think... And when I, and this is again my opinion, when I view the chain of events, when I view that, uh, you know, uh, Pelosi, when she went, uh, when her itinerary was declared, Taiwan was not on the list. And then, uh, you know, there were these news media uh, whispers going around that because China kind of said that Pelosi shouldn't and she took it to heart and she said, okay, I'm going to do it anyways. So I think she obviously earns that grandstanding and the courage because she was technically, <laughs> you know, uh, all set to be shot 
or her plane was uh, technically was allegedly going to be shot. So she went even after that threat. I think, uh, you know, just says very strongly of her. So she, you have to give it to her. But I think this is where the leadership, the true test of the leadership comes in. Uh, here's a time when there are tensions in one part of the world that are going through, which is trickling down in terms of recession, price rise, unemployment, uh, inflation. And here is a visit which has uh, a symbolic value, but it doesn't result into anything. It doesn't make Taiwan uh, an independent nation. Now, if U.S. really want, it should just come up very confidently, clearly and say, hey, Taiwan is a separate nation. China is a separate nation. Well, you know what? That's not true. Even the United Nations doesn't even recognize that. But that's none of for us to kind of figure it out. But what stands out is, was this visit needed, knowing the fact the odds were uh, against? And it just puts the world, everything at stake. But mind it, you know, what keeps the politics of it going and the politicians going is the money, the funding. And that comes from the corporates. That comes from the military establishment. That comes from people who'd like uh, to have wars going. And I think, uh, unlike Trump, who was kind of told that he's erratic, he's the nuclear codes are on his hands, etc., etc. The whole the whole hysteria. Uh, this presidency for the world and for the U.S. has created more hysteria than what even Bush created uh, with his invasion or with what Obama, you know, did. And I think it is definitely not helping the world. It definitely is helping. So that kind of makes me feel, was this visit meant to tick or poke China so that China will retaliate? And this is like the hotbed. The world has an opinion. I need to position myself uh as the leader of the free world. And Russia is obviously in the imagery standpoint, standing uh, far away. While even though the economy for Russia is doing really well, <laughs> contrary to what a lot of countries may have believed. But this is a hot bed. This is a hot, this is the perfect time to get another war starting so that, you know, they can maintain their dominance and China can be bullied down because the emotions, the narrative that's existing. But the worst thing is, who's losing in the end? The Americans are not earning anything out of it. Uh, they're not going to get benefited anything out of it. They, you, you know, at the end of the day, you have to feed your family. You have to go to the job. You have to go to work, uh, feed your family, take care of your stuff, and ensure uh, that you're safe and secure. Um and by doing this, by this grandstanding, I think the Pelosi problem has led to another war in making. And it just messes up not just China, Taiwan. It, You know, you just saw Japan and China getting into where China apparently shot something at Japan. And the forces near Indian border with China, uh, they are active now. And obviously, you know, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and Pakistan, they're going through their own economic problems. The world is suffering. And I think in the midst of all of this, having a war, uh, another war, which potentially has absolute all the reasons to turn into a world war, 
I think is is not a good display of the leadership. It's a bad decision uh, keeping the interest of everybody in mind. But if you have the interest of the war machine on, then I guess the Pelosi problem is a perfect answer to uh, the coffers that were running empty of these machines. And a lot of uh, countries, especially countries like India, uh, you know, that are becoming more self-sufficient or self-dependent on uh, weapons, uh, obviously uh, the future state for America in that scheme of things looks very uh very bad. So I think this is the perfect time to kind of do all of this. I just feel that this, if the interest, if the idea was to support Taiwan, if the idea was to support the democratic credentials and the autonomy of Taiwan, it just takes a simple executive order where you declare Taiwan as an independent nation start your consulate, uh, start your embassies, and then take it on head on while you didn't intend to. And your policy, current policy of the United Nations says that Taiwan is part of China. It's part of one China now that gives the autonomy uh, to Taiwan to do and things and kind of, you know, have their own system and that's fine but then you need to define that if you cannot assure Taiwan that hey you'll be protected war on you is war on me uh, well then you're messing it up for Taiwan and I think learning from what happened with Ukraine where Ukraine was really thrown under the bus I think if uh, the president Zelensky hasn't figured out so far he and his country was put under the bus uh, by NATO, by America, by the Europe uh, team. And, you know, the war goes on. There, w- there will be an end to the war, right? It may not be, but imagine the time that it's going to take to recover through. And it's not an easy space. It could just take decades. And I think that's one of the spaces where I feel... Uh, this is something that could have definitely been avoided. Uh, will her stature increase in American politics? Well, absolutely. Uh, for people who really believe in grandstanding, on uh, tokenism and symbolism, on uh, idea that, hey, you know what? You have to stand up to a bully. You definitely should. But do it in your actions, not symbolism. Because that symbolism is like a tease, you know? I don't want to be in relationship with you, but I'm just going to pretend that we are together so that the world thinks that we are dating, but I'm not dating you. I'm going to still see other, uh, you know, people. So I think, and it just hurts the uh, country in Ukraine is just a reason very immediate. And Afghanistan is a very simple example. So I think it definitely is... uh, demonstration of great courageous leadership but a very badly or immature or unwise leadership but mind it if the idea is to go and have the military complex 
uh, get activated so that, you know, the money can keep rolling. The Congress will keep passing the billions and billions of dollars. I just hope that the Americans realize that this is killing them. This is uh, uh, like a parasite to them that it's eating them from within. All of these wars, the money that they are spending is huge. I mean, it's as it's even more than some of the economy's uh, entire GDP. So if they're going to be spending money like this, uh, I don't see America really standing long uh, as the leader of the free world if they feel they are, because I don't think the world of that nature exists anymore. Uh, it's a multipolar world. There are different leaders, you know, Russia, China, India, uh, Japan, Germany, France, uh, America, uh, South Africa. I think there are these countries that are really standing out uh, and America it needs to get out of this space that uh, I have to continue to hold the position or the throne because the throne has been uh, dismantled uh, from a very long time. It's just that you're still sitting at that uh, space. So I, I think... Uh, I just hope, you know, this doesn't trickle down. But what I see in the news, it just makes it more worrisome. Uh, but I hope that the world realizes the sooner than later that a war machine definitely is good for the corporates, good for, uh, you know, the war industry. But it definitely is not good in the long run. Uh, it messes up lives. It messes up, uh, you know, things. And sometimes you just need to stand up to a bully by actions and not by words because words or grandstanding just creates a great photo op it creates a great news headline and narrative but it's as hollow as a whole big valley so on that note i am glad that you did tune in uh, love to hear your thoughts i'd love to hear how you feel about this whole fiasco of the pelosi problem I'm looking forward to hear from you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And if you'd like to start your Hubhopper podcast, simply go to the studio.hubhopper.com. That is studio.hubhopper.com. Or go to Google Play Store to get the Hubhopper app uh, to record and start your podcast journey. Do tune in to the next podcast. Until then, thank you so much. Ciao.